0: Good afternoon everyone. <clears throat> Thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Chief Sean Barnes, S-H-O-N-B-A-R-N-E-S. I'm the Chief of Police for the Madison Police Department. Uh, joining me is Sheriff Calvin Barrett uh, and also our Mayor Satya Roach Conway. Uh, earlier today we learned more about the intentions of the person suspected in the Highland Park parade shooting. Today we learned that he contemplated carrying out a similar attack here in Madison. I will not speak his name. I will not share a picture of him. According to authorities in Highland Park, the suspect observed the celebration here in Madison and decided not to attack the celebration for reasons undisclosed by the investigators. The investigators also did not disclose where the suspect observed the celebration. Um, This is Madison. We are a vibrant and welcoming city. And I'm sure there were several um, events going on throughout the day. I will share this. On Monday, July 4th at approximately 5 p.m., the FBI contacted the Madison Police Department and requested mobilization of our SWAT team. They believe the suspect could be in the Madison area. Our SWAT team began the process of mobilization and staging when we were subsequently informed that the suspect was already in custody in Illinois. Uh, At that time, we released our teams. We were aware that the FBI was still in our city uh, looking for additional information. And subsequently, we learned that a cell phone belonging to the suspect was found uh, in nearby Middleton, which is not in the city limits of Madison. Today, I join you, uh, our Madison residents, and feeling frustrated frustrated that more families uh, and more people are forever changed and or scarred by another mass shooting in our country. Now we will never know for certain uh, what stopped him, but I am thankful that no innocent lives were taken from our city. Monday is another painful reminder that mass shootings are far too common in our country. The Madison Police Department has long recognized this and has developed a series of response plans in case such a situation would take place here in our city. We cannot share specifics of the investigation, obviously, because it has been led uh, by the FBI, but we want to take a moment to thank uh, those agencies who are handling the investigation, those that ran towards the dangers um, of that scene during that parade, those who immediately gave aid to people and those who sought to find the suspect and hold him accountable. Uh, This is not the time to disinvest uh, in policing. This is the time to invest in police training, technology, and equipment to keep us all safe. I want you to know, I want the Madison community to know, that we are committed to providing a safe community through our planning, event staffing, and event management, which includes our amazing special um, special events team, as well as our, spot, our SWAT team, who also responds um, concurrently when we do have special events here in the city of Madison. At this time, I will invite Sheriff Barrett for a few comments.
1: Uh, thank you, uh, Chief Barnes. Uh, my name is Calvin Barrett, that's K-A-L-V-I-N, B-A-R-R-E-T-T, and I am the Dane County Sheriff. The Dane County Sheriff's Office extends our deepest uh, condolences, thoughts, and prayers to the victims, family members, and to the entire Highland Park community. I know it will take time for families and the community to move forward, but know that our Dane County community will be with you each and every step of the way. July 4th celebrations are an American tradition. We celebrate our independence in small and large towns all throughout our country. And the attack on uh, July 4th was an emotional attack on each and every community here in America. The reports uh, explain that the person who was arrested for the shooting uh, may have visited the Dane County area. The Dane County Sheriff's Office is not currently involved in the investigation, but we are able, willing, and ready to provide any assistance when requested. Public safety is the Dane County Sheriff's Office top priority and we will work with each and every one of the agencies here in Dane County to ensure safety. That includes our state, local, and federal agencies as we will continue to ensure that our Dane County community is a safe place to work, live, and visit. We encourage all of our Dane County residents and visitors to continue to be vigilant and support or report any suspicious activity if seen. If you see something, say something by calling 911 and this isn't just for adults, this is for children, teenagers on social media platforms. If you see something or read something that is concerning, please call 911 and let us know immediately so we can intervene. The Dane County Sheriff's Office will continue our proactive approaches to violence reduction by hosting free active assailant preparedness training for community organizations. Community members can sign up for the free training by by visiting the Dane County Sheriff's Office website at danesheriff.com, clicking on resources, then clicking on emergency preparedness. The Dane County Sheriff's Office will continue our efforts to reduce gun violence by collaborating with the Madison Police Department and holding a gift cards for guns buyback program on Saturday, August 13th at the Alliant Energy Center. Gun owners can turn in any unwanted, unused, or unnecessary guns in return for gift cards to purchase gasoline or groceries. There are too many guns in the hands of people who shouldn't have them. And we in America must confront head on the epidemic of gun violence that threatens our lives each and every day. Know that the Dane County Sheriff's Office and every agency here in Dane County, elected officials and community members are working hard in a collaborative effort to ensure that you all can enjoy yourselves at parades, at community events, at school, while you're at work and while you're in our community safely and we will not rest until everyone is safe and our streets are peaceful. Thank you again for your
0: time. Mayor Satya rose Coleman.
2: Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Sheriff. I wanna start by expressing my heartfelt condolences to the families of the victims and to the entire community in Highland Park who are mourning those killed and trying to heal from this horrific event. Today's news that a suspected shooter traveled to Madison and contemplated violence here is deeply disturbing and only underscores the fact that we need a national approach to dealing with gun violence. Weapons of war have no place in our community. This time, the shooter wrecked havoc in Highland Park and drove to Madison. Next time, it could be anywhere. On his way here, he drove past hundreds of communities celebrating the Fourth of July. All of us are at risk when weapons of war are on our streets. And while I appreciate the bipartisan agreement reached last week, Congress must pass common-sense gun safety laws to protect our communities. Assault weapons and large-capacity magazines must be banned in our country. Each and every one of us must call on our federal and state representatives to take action, and to take action now. We're the only developed country that allows this mayhem to be part of our daily lives. It does not have to be this way. We can make different choices in this country. We should not have to live in fear of gun violence in our schools, on our streets, or at our celebrations. Here in Madison, and in cities across the country, we are doing what we can to control illegal guns, to hold people accountable for gun violence, and to invest in violence interruption and violence prevention. But we cannot do this alone. We need Congress to do its job and to protect our communities. Thank you. This time, we'll fill a few questions. Did you ever
0: consider putting out a public notice when you got from the FBI? Just any kind of shelter or order if you knew there was back in the area? No, the FBI was uh, certainly tracking this person. We were not sure where he was uh, at the time, so there would, be no specific, would not have been any specific information to put out. Chief, what was the SWAT team
1: doing between 5 and roughly 6.30 when you, when you learned of, of the arrest? and Were you preparing to shut down any city activities or anything else?
0: We were waiting for a further direction uh, from the FBI. So they were. Mobilizing. We would we need to. Yeah, we need to go. Some mobilization means that uh, we don't have a full-time SWAT team. So in some cities, they have a full-time SWAT team. So if something happens, they're already on duty. So for us, mobilization means they come in, they grab their gear, they wait for instructions, they make sure they have everything. That's what we were in the process of doing uh, at that time. So they never left the department? We never left our staging area. Now.
1: Chief, any word on a clear timeline of what happened while he was here between him going to Middleton to lose the phone to him driving around to him leaving the area? Do you know any roads that he was on there?
0: I know that, that that's going to be a question for the FBI. Uh, certainly as part of their investigation, Highland Park uh, has been giving out information a little bits at the time. Apparently he is cooperating. He is giving information. And so that may be a, a better question for them. However, Uh, We we stand ready and willing to give any information to the FBI. We have public space cameras here, obviously. Uh, They have access to those, and I'm sure they will work together to put together a timeline. And whether they will give that information to the public, uh, we certainly hope so. I put in a call to their office earlier today, um, but I have not heard back. They set up a public information line, which I'm sure you have, as well, an email. And so I did uh, communicate with them through that.
2: With large gatherings like um, concerts at the square, are there gonna be increased security and law enforcement
0: there? Yeah, we always staff up. We don't really do like skeleton crews. We make sure that we have enough people involved. There's a lot of planning that goes into uh, these events that we have. Some of the events are technically on the property of uh, the Capitol. So the Capitol police kind of takes the lead from time to time, but we do supplement them as well. And they supplement us as well. I did not mention them earlier, but they are a great partner.
1: Beyond informing them that you have
0: this, uh, this footage, this video footage throughout the city, are you cooperating with the FBI in any other way right now? Absolutely. We've been working with them since they uh, contacted us on Monday, and anything that they need from us, uh, certainly we can help them with that. But it's not just public space cameras. You know, Possibly they may be looking in businesses and things of that nature. However, we're not involved in that investigation, and I'm sure that they'll be happy to, act, to provide you with that information. So just just to be clear, then, you are unaware or you can't say or declining to say what his targets may have been here? We, I do not know his targets. Um, if you remember from the press conference this morning, they said that um, they were not going to disclose that.
2: And you don't know how long he was here on July 4th or what
0: areas of the city he was in? I do not know. Um, I think that's a question for the FBI, but certainly we will assist them in any way that they want. Was it not
1: until this morning at the press conference that you all learned of of this potential attack here in in the city, or were you aware of this
0: before? We were not aware of his intentions in the city until this morning.
1: You know what route he used to travel from Highland area to Madison.
0: I I do not know.
1: Is that concerning to you that you were not made aware of, of this potential before the public news conference?
0: Well, I think it's concerning that anyone uh, would potentially want to hurt someone in Madison, but that could be true for for any case. That could be someone that get arrested in Florida right now, and they could have said that, hey, while I was in Madison, I thought about hurting my family member or something of that nature. So yes, it's it's certainly concerning. But I would have liked to have had a little bit more information, but they're not at liberty to give me that because, again, the incident actually occurred uh, in Highland Park, um, and quite frankly, we're not involved in that investigation. Yes, with these uh, shootings that continue to happen around the nation, I think community members are getting more and more scared of going out to events like this. And this only pushes that further, right? So, so what would you say to community members here in Madison? Like what, what's going to happen? How are we going to convince people here that it's okay to still go out to celebrations like this? You know, I contemplated that question probably since Monday. You know, it's my responsibility to provide uh, for a safe community. But part of that is also fear of crime as well, where the people feel safe to go out. But I can tell you this. uh, We have a very good police department. We have a police department that's been planning for special events for a very, very long time. Uh, In some communities, they have maybe two or three special events a year. Maybe they have a holiday parade. Uh, Maybe they do something around Christmas. Maybe there's a centennial or something that they plan for. But in Madison, we have special events all the time. Um, and so we have um, operational plans that are in place. Uh, we have command posts that are up. Uh, we have special uh, event training. Uh, we have um, a group that I, I truly trust. Um, and our SWAT team also deploys on some of our special events. Uh, these are things that, uh, quite frankly, we don't get into tactics, but we do, they do deploy with us as well. Uh, I I'm, I'm sorry. Let me follow up on that one. Okay, excuse me. I,
2: I think it's important to acknowledge that this is a really scary event for people and that it cuts a little closer to home. Thank goodness he didn't do anything here in Madison. But it could have happened. And frankly, right now we know that something like this could happen in any community in the United States of America and does happen on a weekly basis. So yes, people should be aware, they should be afraid that a mass shooting can happen in our community. And I think that it's important for us to not just say, Whoo, okay, it wasn't us this time and move on with our lives. We have to demand better from our state and federal government. And it's not going to get better until we do. This is a choice to allow this kind of gun violence in our communities and in our country. And it's not a choice that folks at the local level can reverse. We are going to do the best we can to protect our community. And I have confidence in our police department and our sheriff's department that they are ready and have plans. And I have confidence in our community that we're going to pull together as best we can to keep our community safe. But we have got to see action at the state level and at the federal level for our communities to truly be safe.
0: So you're saying people should be afraid?
2: I'm saying that the level of gun violence in this country is scary. Chief Barnes, does Madison or Dane County contemplate the possibility of people shooting from rooftops? I mean, is that
0: part of your planning when you have these events that are in public? It is part of our planning. It was certainly part of our planning uh, from Mifflin Street. So we have. Um, um, unmanned aircraft, commonly referred to as drones, and we do deploy those uh, on special events. We also have Overwatch, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Overwatch, commonly referred to as snipers that are attached to our SWAT team uh, that are often deployed, not seen but deployed. If I could just clarify uh, your
2: response to an <clears throat> earlier question, there are no plans to increase security for events like tonight's concert on the square beyond what the already the event security has already.
0: Periodically, we certainly do increase um, presence. Um, Certainly something like this, we will have uh, increased presence. We make everyone aware, and so what we try to do is that we use our on-duty and our off-duty resources. So if you're asking me, will there be an increased presence, I'm telling you that our presence is always adequate. So yes, I hope that answers your question. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So it seems like, you know, with with the Buffalo shooting and uh, the shooting that happened here, a lot of this stuff is cybersecurity, a lot of, you know, we're tracking this down, figuring out. They were talking on social media with friends and discord about this for weeks. It was preplanned. Is there any divisions you have locally that help to combat that cybersecurity threat? Yeah, so we do have a criminal intelligence unit. And if we receive information, Um, If it's public, we can go on and kind of look. But we do not uh, have a covert unit. We don't have any special software. We're not looking at people's Facebook or Twitter feeds or or, or that sort of thing. Um, But you do raise a very good question. Uh, So if you look at some of these things that are happening throughout the country, one thing that is common to me is that there was something that happened or that was said on social media that gave someone pause. And I do think it's time to take a look at how do we alert when that happens? Uh, social media companies are making a lot of money off social media. We just ask for a little bit of help when something comes across that may be hate speech or that may be, uh, that may be indicative that they're planning to do something violent. Again, as the sheriff stated, we need everyone's help, you know, even little children who are on some of these pages, these closed groups and things of that nature uh, that, are, that are talking this stuff. It is scary. We live in, we're living in a different time now with this social media. And you can post something or say something, and instantly thousands of people, sometimes maybe even millions, will see it or hear it. And I think that words have always had power, and we need to acknowledge that. And cyber words certainly uh, have power. Do you want to say anything about that? <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I we'll would just uh, add on to that. We do to have uh, detectives that work very closely in regards to that and monitor those types of things. But again, nothing on our end that's covert or goes towards uh, affecting anyone's privacy. Uh, but we are aware, we are vigilant in what's happening and we share com- information and details and data, not only with our own agency, but with other agencies here in Dane County. We had a little bit
2: there. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanna add yeah, I just wanna add one thing at the end there because I, I really wanna emphasize the point here that if you see something on social media that's concerning to you that suggests violence, please, please report it. We are gonna do our best to watch, but we need the community's help in doing this. I also wanna emphasize the degree of cooperation that you're seeing here. Certainly locally, we have good cooperation, but that is also true nationally. And over the months and years regarding different things, we've cooperated with national groups that monitor social media uh, for concerning events and have been alerted by them. And we will continue to cooperate that way. We'll continue to cooperate with the FBI as needed on this event and on any other events that require that. And this is going to take all of us to tamp down the level of violence, particularly incidents like this one. And we do need the community to be watchful um, and to share if you see something concerning, whether that's, again, live in our community or on social media. Thank Thank you again all for coming. Appreciate you.